La 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 wait till I get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. To whom much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly. Ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> That is probably the song that Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington football team, uh, plays on his way to that god-awful gutter trash of an organization. Uh, because once again, the probe... Oh, wait. Watching Clippers versus Minnesota fan just got hauled off the court. Uh... The um the lot not the Los Angeles the Washington football team just got um I mean I, I mean it's just bad news bears more once again it's just like the Washington football team literally just got freaking um freaking just the federal probe in that's going inside the Washington football team found yet again more evidence to uh back up the argument not even the argument but the case that's being essentially presented towards the FTC. Uh, now the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, is involved because they're just like, hey, uh, they didn't pay their taxes properly. They have two books. And uh, then on top of that, they also freaking uh, scam their fans out of thousands, excuse me, millions of dollars. Oh, yeah, and Russell Westbrook doesn't get it. He doesn't get it at all. Uh, good podcast coming up, ladies and gentlemen, right here on uh, on 24's podcast. Can, can we turn up Kanye? Let me know if it's a problem then. Alright, man, hollin' in. didn't have a podcast yesterday nothing nothing really happened yesterday that i can like commentate about i'll talk about my um uh, my edge rushers tomorrow but really i was just like yeah there's there's not really a lot here wasn't really a lot of stuff you know so i was just like all right let me just uh <laughs> let me just uh freaking talk about let me just hold off on it and let me wait till tomorrow. And that's exactly what I did. Tomorrow's today. Today is tomorrow. And we're back. Uh, hopefully this sounds better. I've been tweaking. If you didn't, not, oh, not tweaking. I've been tweaking the audio levels. I've been making things hopefully sound better. I. It's not like I've been tweaking out on drugs or whatever. But like on, I think Friday, I unveiled kind of like the new sound of the podcast. Then I'll go back and I'll listen to this episode and then I'll see if it's any better than what it was from the Saturday podcast, which it should be because I think I adjusted the levels again on Saturday. I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't sound like I'm oversaturated, I guess. I don't know what the proper term is. Anyways, uh, let's talk about Lakers. Let's talk about, oh yeah, 49ers. The 49ers potentially could be uh, getting rid of Debo. 
Samuel, their best player. Just had like a huge amount of frame drops. Anyways, um, they could be getting rid of Debo, 49ers. I'll talk about that as well. I want to hit on Russell Westbrook for like a couple of minutes. Russell Westbrook, the point guard for the Los Angeles Laker, had came out with like this really weird press conference yesterday or technically yeah it was yesterday it was like on the west coast so nobody saw it until like i think the afternoon had like this weird press conference where he said like were you like essentially he didn't take blame for any of the consequences or uh any of the shortcomings of the los angeles lakers i watched that whole like i watched not maybe not the whole but i watched like clips of it just because everybody has it. I was shocked. I was shocked. And then I reminded myself of who Russell Westbrook is. And I was like, oh, I'm not shocked anymore. You know, Russell, a lot of old guys like Russell Westbrook, right? A lot of old guys are like, oh man, Russell Westbrook, he's, he's awesome. He's, he's explosive. He's, he, he doesn't play with other good players or whatever until, you know, uh, he leaves OKC after James Harden and Kevin Durant leave, and then he goes to Houston with James Harden, and then he gets replaced by, I think, Chris Paul, and then he goes play and plays uh, for Washington uh, with Bradley Bill, and then he goes and plays with the Lakers. But, you know, hey, that's all right. Russell is like a player that everybody in the NBA, every old guy in the NBA, likes i have not liked russell westbrook for years i didn't like his play um this guy takes way too many threes uh, for somebody who is not a very good three-point shooter at all like he is terrible terrible at shooting the three um but i do have a lot of respect for him as a basketball player because he's just He's so awesome. He's so explosive, or at least he was uh, so explosive as a basketball player. I respected his hustle. I respected his game. But um, I looked at his resume, and I was like, he's played with James Harden. He's played with KD. He was on, like, really a loaded... He, he was on a team with, like... He was on a better team, in my opinion, than the Miami Heat with LeBron. Like, everybody gives LeBron a lot of crap for being on the Miami Heat, but OKC have easily easily a better team than the Miami Heat. Just like Chris Boss, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron versus James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and KD. And he couldn't figure it out. He couldn't figure it out. He couldn't figure it out with KD. He like literally drew both of those players away. And KD, all, all three of them, all three of them won MVPs. Russ, KD, and James. They all won MVPs. Drew all of them away. KD was like, I'm going to go play for Golden State, won a championship. James Harden is now on Philly. Philly looks to be like a contender. KD, again, won a championship, and he may win another one with the Nets. Maybe not because they semi-barely beat the, uh, the Browns. Or not the Browns, but the Cavaliers. Then he comes out with this really weird press conference where he blames, like, Frank Vogel for how bad he plays. And I... And, and, I'm not a big Frank Vogel guy, but like, I liked how he coached up Russell Westbrook in the sense of like, yeah, like Russ, Russell Westbrook, like, 
I, I mean, he's a turnover machine. He doesn't shoot threes very well. He doesn't score as dynamic as he was. He's a succubus on the team. And I'm like, dude, you can't, you can't be the highest played, the highest paid Laker, the dude that plays the most minutes, excuse me, played like 73 games this year and then be like, well, you know, um, I didn't get a chance to show off who I was as a basketball player. And I was like, what? Like, bro, you had everything that you possibly wanted on your, you know, for you as a football player. It's so weird. It's so weird to me. And then I'm like, oh, like everybody's like, oh my God, the Lakers, they're just such a terrible organization. And it's just like, oh, like, here's the reason why the Lakers didn't go to the playoffs this year. It's Russ. Russell Westbrook's fault. You can't tell me that if they got J uh, John... John Wall or Damian Lillard that they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Can't tell me that. Can't tell me that. If instead of getting Russell Westbrook, LeBron had Damian Lillard or John Wall, they wouldn't be in the playoffs right now. Even with like LeBron being hurt this year and AD being hurt this year, you can't tell me that. Uh, like, look. I'll say something that's controversial that I've been waiting for weeks to say, really months. The 75th anniversary of the, uh, of the NBA brought with it a huge amount of controversy. One of them being that Russell Westbrook is like a better basketball player than Kyrie Irving and Klay Thompson. I mean, like not only do both of those players have multiple championships between the two of them, which is the biggest difference between Russell Westbrook and Katie, or excuse me, Kyrie and Clay, but they're better players, not just better team players. They are better overall players. I was shocked when Russell Westbrook got in and Kyrie and Clay Thompson didn't. Clay Thompson is like one of the best shooters of all time. Like he's better than Reggie Miller. Miller. Everybody's like, oh my God, Reggie is, is the second best shooter of all time. I'm like, no, that's Clay Thompson. It's not even close. Clay Thompson had 60 points on 11 dribbles. Stop saying that Reggie Miller is the greatest shooter of all time. He's old and you're, and you're being nostalgic. It's like Kyrie Irving is easily, 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 like maybe the clutchest point guard of all time. I think my, like, like, I don't like Michael Jordan's position is we'll call him like a shooting guard, right? He was a shooting guard. I know he was ball dominant. Well, you know, we'll just call it. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was a shooting guard, right? He's a shooting guard. Because when we talk about the best point guard of all time, it's Magic, not Michael. But, like, Kyrie is probably the most clutchest. He easily has some of the best ball handling ever, ever in the history of the sport. He has great finishes. He can actually shoot. Can't play, you know, defense that well. But like Kyrie is a significantly better basketball player than Russell Westbrook. He's not in the 75th. I was shocked. And I'm like, oh, old people voted on this. Like, oh, that makes sense. Why he's getting snubbed. I remember Colin Cowherd had this hilarious rant where he was just like, um, I hope Russell Westbrook retires after this season. I, I don't know if he will. I don't think he will. I mean, he's making 40-something million dollars this year. He probably won't, and he's decent enough. Decent being what, by the way? I was watching... Can I find it? I was watching First Take. First Take is dreadful, by the way, now. Like, Stephen A. Smith 
absolutely ego absolutely butchered that show he should have just had max kellerman just be on the show in perpetuity uh but because he's like well i gotta run the show myself like nobody nobody interesting wants to be on the show nobody fun nobody dynamic uh the show is quite boring it's monotonous nobody cares i don't i don't care and it's like i would assume that the ratings are in a perpetual decline because of how bad it is i'm trying to find but i i was watching first take on like friday or something like that just to like watch something you know and it was like they were talking about the lakers and russell westbrook and they were like oh man russ you know what russ needs to do man russ just needs to freaking lose his ego man and then he'll here, here it is right Hold on. They're just like Russell Westbrook needs to needs to just get out of his own way, man. Just needs to, you know, just needs to check his ego, man. And I was like, what? Like, did you? I didn't watch like a whole bunch of basketball this season. Like, even I know that Russell Westbrook, he's done. He may he may be done, honestly. Hold on, let me listen in. Actually, I'm not gonna play you it. It's it's absolutely dreadful, but the topic of conversation essentially was like that Russell Westbrook is just, I mean, he's just ready or not ready, but he's just like, you know, a good team away from being back to being Russ. And I was like, dude, we've been saying that about Russ for like the last six years. Like we've been saying like, oh man, if Russell Westbrook, if he had X player, he would be an NBA champion or whatever. Oh man, if he had KD, now that he's matured, oh man, he would he would he would wreck the league, man. Oh my gosh, he goes to James Harden. Oh man, James Harden is too ball dominant. Russell Westbrook has got to do his thing. Oh, like okay, he's now got a shooting guard with Bradley Beal. And, oh man, he like like oh man, well like like now he's gonna do his thing. Oh man, you know Bradley Beal is just one guy. Oh okay, now he goes to the Lakers with like LeBron, who literally makes everyone better. Even he couldn't figure out Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, absolute disaster of epic proportions for LA. Look, um, a lot of people are going to say Los Angeles' front office didn't do a good job or didn't work or whatever. I'm like, let me tell you something. Again, I feel like they're like one player away. And also they had a bajillion injuries, but I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't understand it. I don't understand why people are so juiced up about Russell. Actually, I do. He's an old guy's basketball player, so. See what happened. Anyways. Let's talk about Washington. Speak of a disaster as Russell Westbrook is. Not as big of a flaming pile of turd. Not as big as the flaming pile of turd that is the Washington football team. Commonly referred to as the Washington Commanders. You know what's interesting? <laughs> I was on... I love this woman. Julie Donaldson's Twitter. Love this woman. All right. So, she's um the senior VP in content 
senior vice president of media and content for the Washington Commanders. And it's like, you know, she's, she's essentially like their PR person, right? She has essentially, I've checked her timeline a couple of times. She, <laughs> she has like nothing, nothing on any of her timelines. She just keeps on like posting stuff that has nothing. <laughs> Like that, that has nothing to do with like what's going on. It's the most like hilarious thing ever. Whenever I like, whenever I'm just on her timeline, I'm like, oh my God, she's just, <laughs> she's just not posting anything. It's so funny. Um, But uh, once again, the Washington football team is just, I mean, they're, they're a disaster. Um, how did they become an even bigger disaster? Well, I am so... So glad you asked me that question. They became a bigger disaster or more specifically an even bigger embarrassment by um, essentially, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, I don't know if it's fraud, but it sure does sound like it. Nobody's throwing around the term, but it sure does sound like it's fraud. So today... The um, uh, Congress, con I mean, it's the 100th, 117th Congress of the United States, uh, the Committee on Oversight and Reform, they released this letter, or not even released it, but it's to the Honorable Lena M. M. Khan. She's the chair of the Federal Trade Commission. This is like a government document. And they said this, they said, Dear Chair Khan, we are writing to share evidence of concerning business practices by the Washington commanders uncovered during the committee's ongoing investigation into workplace misconduct at the team. Now, if you're not on the up and up, if you do not remember, essentially what happened was the, uh, the government was like, oh shit, uh, Washington, you have a bunch of sexual harassment claims in your workplace. We're investigating you. We're sending an internal probe to see what's what, what's going on. Turns out, uh, it's pretty frequent. So they've now got Washington on, uh, being a really, really toxic work environment, um, filled with a bunch of sexual predators. Then on top of that, they accidentally, I kid you not, they accidentally found out that Washington also uh, has two separate books on their accounting. Uh, one that is the actual book. The other one is uh, the book that they use to lie to the NFL to essentially pocket ticket revenue um, from the NFL. So that way they can, you know, uh, um, take more revenue for themselves. Because essentially, if you don't know how it works, is that uh, the NFL revenue-wise, depending on what's what, but most stuff that has to do with actual playing football games, like that's the NFL's money. That's not your team's money. You have to put it in a pool, and then you get a percentage out of that pool of, um, of whatever money you want, right? Of whatever money you earn, right? So that way everything is fair and things of that nature, right? I'm pretty sure it's not like 100% straight up, like everybody gets the same amount, but it's like you get a percentage of that amount, right? Washington is like, well, you know, we'll take that percentage and then we'll make even more money by not properly reporting on how much money we're properly 
not properly, but actually making. And then after that, they were like, um, after they found the two books, they were like, oh yeah, um, NFL, your team is lying to you about the books and things of that nature. And so that leads us to today, continuing forward with the press release. Evidence obtained by the committee, including emails, documents, and statements from former employees, indicate senior executives, executives and the team's owner, Daniel Snyder, may have engaged in a troubling, long-running, and potentially unlawful pattern of financial conduct that victimized thousands of team fans and the NFL. I won't, like, I'll spare you the entire document because it is very, very long. Essentially what happened was they scammed their fans by, uh, by, like, essentially denying, like, a refund of a deposit on season tickets because nobody watches the, uh, the season, not nobody watches the season ticket holders, excuse me, nobody watches the Washington football team live. And so they're like, um, uh, you can't get your deposit back or whatever. They also have, by the way, like an executive, like a top ranking executive, um, that's actually like, you know, in this document and they're quoting him as well. And, uh, they also, interestingly enough, uh, there's this other part of the document where they're like, yeah, we uh, we misled our consumers to uh, believing that our tickets were of an X price, but really we juiced up the prices of the uh, of the tickets as well. And there is apparently documentation um, that goes along with this. I haven't taken a look at it, but it's just like, oh, no, like, yep, yep. All the documentation is here. Like um like a reference like if you've ever wrote written a uh, a paper they essentially have these references for specific claims that they've made and they just go in um uh, to these references it's a fantastically written piece of uh piece of literature and they're just like yeah um here you go we would like you guys the FTC to review this I was just like the FTC and the SEC are probably going to um to get involved once I heard the book thing once I heard about the two books and I was just like I'm not surprised at all that this dropped today dropped like a couple of hours ago ironically enough not surprised at all is anyone surprised that this happened I don't know I mean some people are going to be surprised by this. Some people are going to be shocked. Some people are going to be like, oh my gosh. This must be the axe that must fall for Dan Snyder. I like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really care at this point. Um, if I'm 100% honest with you, I mean, he probably deserves to be in jail. If I'm 100% honest with you for what he's done to the women that have worked for his organization and that have um that have been subjected to horrendous treatment by him but uh, i'm not going to be surprised if literally during the regular season we see him also i don't know how he's not been arrested yet i don't know how that works but i don't know he's committed white collar crimes and blue collar crimes i don't know i feel like he should uh be in jail <laughs> i feel like he should be in jail but he's a billionaire, so he's probably not going to go to jail. So it happens a lot, <laughs> like all the time. 
Like, didn't Kendall Jenner, or not Kendall, but like Caitlyn Jenner, like murder somebody? And then they paid it off? I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways. The only thing I got to, the final thing that I ought to talk about today, and because uh, I'm tired and also I, I, again, like I don't have a lot to talk about. Final thing I got is, um, what is it? Oh yeah, Debo. Debo Samuel? Like it's been, so the 49ers, right? So there's, there's definitely something to uh, potentially, potentially Debo Samuel getting out of San Francisco, right? So some people are like, pfft. Oh man, oh my god. Like there's there's nothing to that report. There's nothing to that statement. And it's just like Debo Samuel scrubbed his Twitter account, I think his Instagram account as well, of any and all mention of the of the uh, the San Francisco 49ers and a lot of people thought that it was just smoke. And now we have today kind of a leak by the San Francisco 49ers that they're like, yeah, we are willing to trade Debo Samuel for the right price. Right price has not been said, but when you look at Debo, Debo probably wants $25 million annually. Like that's kind of the thing about Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, and we kind of looked at his contract. He's still on his rookie deal. He got into the league when he was like 23 years old. So like he's an older football player like again he's 26 right now but he's easily their best offensive player right now like he is he's like he's their best offensive player he costs four million dollars next year or technically this year like they don't care They're like we we don't care about Debo when it comes to his contract but next year he's going to be a free agent and he's going to want, depending on how well he does, somewhere close to $30 million. And he, to be honest with you, Debo Samuel probably wants that right now. Which is why he's pissed off with the 49ers. And they probably said something that for him to go ahead and scrub his, his Instagram or his Twitter of like all mentions and pictures of the 49ers probably means that they offered him something significantly below his market value. I'm like I'm I'm kind of shocked that I'm shocked that all three of the teams, all four of the teams, like I'm shocked that the Cowboys got rid of Amari. I'm shocked that the Chiefs got rid of Tyreek Hill, and I'm also shocked that the Packers got rid of Devontae Adams. I know that, and now it's like apparently the 49ers are thinking potentially of getting rid of Debo Samuel. The reason why I'm like I'm shocked about all those players getting moved is because, especially and specifically with Debo. Debo is kind of their offense. Like, he kind of is their offense. Like, he has, as I look at his numbers, like he had, I think, like, essentially 2K last year when it came to receiving and rushing. Let me look it up. I looked it up. Like, he had 1,400 yards receiving. No, he didn't have... 200 to uh, 2000 yeah he had like 1400 yards 
in the air, and he had an additional 300 on the ground. 365. He had almost 1,800 yards total. He was our most important player. And it's like... I, I, like, I'm, I'm shocked. And I get it. Brandon Ayuk is like... Like, what the 49ers are thinking is that no player is above the scheme. And they're like, we don't want to pay Debo money because we believe that Brandon Ayuk, who's also like a really, really awesome receiver for the 49ers, we believe that he can essentially take over some of the roles and the responsibility that Debo Samuel is taking over right now. And we believe he can step in for Debo if we move him or if we trade him which is why we don't need to pay him. Brandon is on his rookie deal, and he's in his third year this year of his rookie contract. He's like, bro, I don't need to pay Debo. And I think they're kind of right, but at the exact same time, I think they're also wrong. Like, I'm like, dude, uh, you guys... You guys do realize, like, you guys are kind of, like, screwed without him. In like a division with the Rams and the Cardinals. I'm like, okay. And then it's like Trey Lance? Trey Lance is your guy? Fuck. Trey Lance is your guy, potentially? Like, and again, right? Like, the 49ers this offseason, like, everybody... The 49ers, man, they have had... Kind of a shitty offseason this season, right? Like, they couldn't move Jimmy Garoppolo. So now, until they move him, he costs like $20 million. They still don't have any draft compensation. So it's just like, okay, cool. Like, they still, like, they don't have any draft compensation for him. He's essentially a, a strain on the cap. Trey Lance is still not their guy. And now their primary receiver is about to be gone. And then they lost, I think, another back as well, like Raheem Morstert. Raheem Morris, something like that. It's like one of their most important running backs. Like, hey. Like, don't be surprised when they fucking suck next year. And again, it's like a will they, won't they with Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance. It's like, is Trey Lance the quarterback next year i have no fucking idea i don't we'll see we'll see god man that was such a weird 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 day today it was like also weird podcast 30 minutes yikes i thought that was gonna be longer <laughs> Uh, it was not. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'll see you tomorrow where we'll talk about the edge rushers. Um, Chris Sims said that Kavion Thibodeau is not a top five edge rusher in this draft, and I wrongly disagree. And we'll talk about edge rushers uh, tomorrow for uh, the draft and things of that nature. Oh, yeah, by the way, how about the Stranger Things Season 4 trailer coming. I got to talk about this for a couple of minutes. Stranger Things Season 4. The trailer just came out today. I saw it trending on Twitter. And I was like, I'll... And I was out working out. I was doing my squats today. And I was like, I got I to gotta watch this when I get home. And I literally, like, saw it. 
Oh, okay. I like literally saw the um what is it? Like I literally saw um the trailer and I was like, oh I have to watch the entire series all over again. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. The trailer was so awesome. Anyways, oh my god, I'm tired now. I'll see you tomorrow when we talk about edge rushers and maybe not stranger things. Anyways, I'm peacing out for tonight. See you later. 24th podcast.